interested than the other guys and as the in the monk situation like he was more interested like on exploring the exploring it mm-hmm. and the other guys weren't really like following them around and asking them yeah. about it as he was um my second question is after the meeting of the monks Lovins, who wasn't religious randomly became religious he carried a bible and talked about how he wants to be a preacher or a minister why now be a minister just to be a de- uh, decent person? Couldn't Dolphins be do something else to be a decent person? Um, well, I feel like because he... There could be many things he could do to be a, a decent person. Mm-hmm. But since he found such a high interest in becoming a priest or a monk or like all that other stuff, yeah, I feel like that's just what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So even though there was other options... Being part of the church is what he felt was right. And probably in that, like, well being in the war and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Just a cleanse. A cleanse, yeah. yeah. And it's like what made him feel close to God and safety. Yeah. Other than, like, and other finally things. feeling safe after. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The next chapter I did was The Man I Killed. Um, one day, O'Brien killed a young man. This young man's death caused O'Brien to shut down in a way. After O'Brien shot the man, all he could think about is what the man might have liked to do or if he was married or was a shy boy in high school. Why did O'Brien think so hard about what the what-ifs in the man's life? I feel like he thought about the what-ifs because he it kind of like made him realize what if I was killed. Mm-hmm. And he's like... I could have ruined, like, other people's lives by killing this man. Yeah. So he could have had, like, a little girl or a little boy, and now that kid doesn't have a father anymore. Yeah, like, and he's, he, like he kept stating in the book, like, maybe he likes mathematics, maybe he mm-hmm. likes history, like, maybe he did do fights. Yeah. Are we trying to keep his mind at ease? Uh-huh. I, I feel like him thinking about all the positives that could have been in that man's life yeah. kind of, like, was what broke him down because he was like, oh, I made a mistake by killing him, and I ruined his life. And he... But he could have been happy, he could have been a good man. Mm-hmm. And so, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my second question is, when O'Brien shut down and stopped talking after the shooting, uh, Kawea, I think that's how you say his name, was the only one trying to help him step out of it. Why is Kawea the only one helping Tim out of his shock stage? Why didn't he have to promise Tim he wasn't the only one who was going to kill the man and make Tim feel more guilty? Um... I feel like Kiowa or however was the only one who helped him because I feel like maybe he had been through something similar. Yeah. And so he's like, I've been there, like I can help you through it. Yeah. And I feel like he was helping him because he also felt bad. That he had to deal with that on his own. Yeah. And what was your second one? The one? Um, why 
promise he wasn't the only one who was gonna kill the man and make him feel more guilty. Like he kept promising him, like if it wasn't you who was gonna kill him, it was someone else. Mm -hmm. But Tim kept like going back to the what ifs. Yeah, I feel like he made that promise to him because Tim already felt bad that he had to deal with that pain. So maybe the thought of someone else doing it, or like it wasn't his decision. Maybe mm -hmm. made him feel like it was okay. Yeah. Okay in a way. Yeah. It was like someone had to do it and like. Yeah, it was it either a life or death situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. In the next chapter, Ambush, O'Brien begins the chapter talking about his daughter asking if he's ever killed someone. He then goes on to say he hasn't because it's the right thing to do. Do you think when he tells her one day that she'll be upset that he lied to her the first time? Or do you think that she'll understand where he's coming from? I would say... In a point of view, like my point of view, having a grandfather who dealt with that also, that you would understand because she was young, right? Yeah, younger. she was, yeah, five, six, I think, yeah. four, maybe. Yeah, it's really. better to not put out the gruesome details mm -hmm. to such a young child, but when she grows up, then explain to her. I don't feel like she'll feel, like, betrayed or whatever. Mm -hmm. I feel like she'll, like, understand yeah. because of what he went through is something that will cause a little girl at that age to mm -hmm. cry and hide. And cause her mental harm to yeah, be scared. Yeah, PTSD. PTSD <laughs> in a way. Yeah, even though she hasn't experienced it, it's still going to yeah. scare her, like, every little sound. She'll be like, oh, my she, goodness. Yeah, and then she, at that age, like, kids want to, like be exactly like their parents and he doesn't want that for yeah. her and i feel like she'll also be scared of her dad in a way yeah because, because of all the people he killed yeah and she'll kind of be like oh you killed somebody like, like you're, you're a bad murderer, yeah you're a monster yeah yeah okay um he also continues to talk about how hard it is to kill somebody and how hard it or how bad it's affected him killing someone is not um morally okay but do you think he sh would have gotten used to it at some point to like killing people. people, yeah, because he had to be no. I don't think anyone will get used to killing anyone. Mm -hmm. Because the thought of killing like innocent people yeah. or having yourself killed it's still it's still like it's hard. Mm -hmm. Like it, like every time you shoot a bullet probably breaks your heart. Like yeah. there's a lot of people that come out of the war that they have no heart anymore, that they're so cold that they feel like they're going to harm someone like by even touching them. Mm -hmm. So I, I never think you would ever be able to move, like, a block, like, put a blockade and just be like, it's what I have to do. It's what I have to do, like, it's either this or I die and I can't go back to my kids or I can't go yeah. So, yeah. I feel like it's going to haunt him forever, even though, like, he has yeah. he has no other choice, but... Yeah, the blockage of the memories would probably come any time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. In the next chapter, Style, O'Brien talks about a young girl's family being burned and killed. He mentions how she was dancing around covering her ears. Do you think she, this was actually a ritual, or do you think she didn't know how to cope with the situation? She's probably coping because she wasn't in the house. Mm -hmm. She's outside of the house. She's probably coping in a way that she didn't want to believe that her family died. Part of me feels like she wasn't actually dancing. And she's it was more for like, like freaking out. Freaking out. It's like 
covering her ears because she didn't want to hear whatever else was going on. Yeah, like covering her ears and then her eyes. Like yeah, and she was like dancing to the side and then back. And I don't think I don't think like, she was, was dancing. dancing. Was I think she was probably stumbling, like crying. And yeah, probably like trying to figure out like it was probably a dream. Like if I did this. Yeah, or like trying to think like what happened, like what would it have been. Mm-hmm. Um, he then goes on to mention how Azar was mocking the young girl. Do you think this was disrespectful of him, or do you think it was okay to do because it was keeping him entertained? I feel like it was wrong because her family's burning. Yeah. You don't know if she's dancing or she's, she's suffering. From yeah. Him. Yeah. I yeah no if he did that I'd probably mm-hmm. slap him. Yeah, because even though he, they're bored and have nothing else to do, it's that still. Mean you yeah, you wouldn't want someone mocking you after your parents were killed either. Yeah. yeah. Okay, the last chapter, the speaking of the courage. After coming home from Vietnam since Bonkers been gone, oh, not, oh wait, hold on. After coming home from Vietnam since Bonkers been home, there's a lot that's been changed. Without his visit, he goes to the lake. Why does Bonker keep looping around the lake and think about his home life now and before? What's so significant about the lake to him? Um, I feel like he's been going around the lake so many times just because before he left, his life hasn't been affected by war. Mm-hmm. So when he came back, it was, it was probably still the same as it was before, but different to him because of the aspects of he forgot what civilization was about. His old girlfriend got married and so many things Mm -hmm. happened. So maybe that lake was the one thing that might have kept him sane even when he like left. Yeah. And then the significance of the lake. I feel like it more helped him like calm. And it was like his one piece of calm. Yeah. So being able to see it again is like, it brought him back to sanity because like the war is going to keep coming back and hitting him. Yeah. And so it kind of brought him sanity and it was like kind of wilderness, which was where war was. And so it kind of felt, made him feel like that was home in a way. So, okay. In the chapter, speaking of courage, O'Brien talks about the ways that telling stories can bring up pain of the war experience and allow soldiers to work through that pain after the war has ended. O'Brien and Bowker illustrate how speaking or not speaking about the war experience can affect them, like morally, mentally. Um, we noticed we noticed in a civilized world today that holding in emotions from breakups or loss can make things worse at times. So why do you think holding in war experience even though it is hard to talk, hard to talk about, might affect them mentally and physically. Like war experiences, could it affect them? Yeah, like because with war, they don't like you notice soldiers don't like talking about it. No, because um, it's hard. Yeah, but talking about it can make it better. Why do you think like? Oh, why? Yeah, like why? Um, why? Um, like, why would holding it in be making it worse than trying to talk about it? Probably because if, like, you don't talk about it, um, it's kind of like fighting. Like, if you don't talk about it with someone, it's going to, like, pull you down for the rest of your life. But if you do talk about it, you can probably push the memories away. Mm-hmm. Even though it's, like, the hardest thing to talk about. Yeah, like, yeah. your mind is, like, 
like with all the memories there's so many blockages but if you take some of those blockages away your life would probably be a little bit easier some harm yeah yeah because like being able to talk about it i know that's like the hardest thing for them to do yeah and then but i feel like talking about it would make it a little bit easier to be back civilized because I know like a lot of the time loud noises scare them yeah because of the gunshots, because of the gunshots. and I feel like talking about it would kind of calm be able to calm them down just a little bit yeah okay. is that it yeah that's it thank you for listening